Welcome to Rogue Finances. I'm Joe Holberg, founder and CEO of Holberg Financial, and you're listening to stories of personal finances for millennials by millennials. They are bite-sized topics designed to have a big impact. And I'm in Chicago today with my amazing co-host, Sarah Clem, who is the Director of Expansion of Charge, a women's health and fitness organization that liberates women from the elliptical. We want to talk about what you want to hear about, so submit your questions and podcast ideas to podcast at holbergfinancial.com. And we are here today in our podcast studio at 1871, Chicago's entrepreneurship tech hub, high above the Chicago River, where we had the following conversation. And we're going to kick it off today talking about your financial wardrobe and what that may or may not look like. So before we do that, mm-hmm. why don't you tell us what your actual wardrobe looks like? It's um, very crowded in my closet. <laughs> okay. I live in Chicago, so I don't have that big of a closet. Fair But enough. actually, honestly, it's better than some of my friends, I'd say. And what, what, what do theirs look like as a comparison? Well, so one of my roommates actually literally lives in a closet because we got like, it's like a three-person apartment, mm-hmm. but the third room is, it's literally like a shoebox. She Minuscule. pays way less in rent, though, so. Fair enough. So I, I, I lived in a uh, closet-like bedroom as well uh, once upon a time. So uh, it's it's organized but not completely organized. It's crowded. Very crowded. I would say... If you were going to try to find a specific shirt, could you find it? Or how long uh, would it take? <laughs> it would probably take me a few minutes. <laughs> take you a few minutes. Okay. So and, and I think this is a, the where we're driving at with the financial wardrobe aspect, uh, you know, looking at a, a physical wardrobe as a proxy. My wardrobe, uh, if you could even call it that, consists <laughs> of like a, a couple of drawers, you know, the shirts are in one pile. Uh, oh, I don't even have drawers though. I hang oh, yeah. everything up, which I think honestly is very nice. Okay, so it's all there right well, in front of your face. other than like socks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say if you hung up your <laughs> socks, that would be impressive. Um, I haven't figured that one out yet. <laughs> but I, I think the wardrobe is a, an interesting way to look at our, our finances, right? It's, uh, you know, there's varying degrees of clutter, uh, confusion, and p- potentially, you know, some level of organization where you know generally where the shirts are, but might take a little while to find it. Um, and I think finances are like that. It's like, if, if I said to you, hey, um, do you think that you could log in and check out your uh, 401k or your retirement? Mm-hmm. No? Uh, I probably would take me a little bit to yeah. figure out like where to go and right. it's, it's a password. You, you know where it sort of is, right? You know yeah. the website itself. But yes. it's like, when was the last time you logged in, right? What was my username <laughs> and password? <laughs> <laughs> and it was not recently. Yeah, it wasn't recently. And it's it's sort of like that with our, our clothes, right? It's like, crap, where where is that specific item? And so, mm-hmm. you know, when we when we're thinking about finances, and, and this is just like a super generic point to make that actually has like real life implications is if you can't access your 401k, for example, mm-hmm. or even your let's say your credit karma account, right? You're trying to look in <laughs> and, and see your score. Um, and your maybe you account? get or bank account, right? Mint. Um, Mint. You know, you got all these digital accounts and you're trying to keep all this information organized mm-hmm. uh, like a wardrobe, but there might be a general level of organization, but in the thick of it, it's still not 
actually organized. Uh, and that impedes our ability to not only pick out a pair of socks and shirts, um, but it, it impairs our ability to get on and say, hey, um, I know exactly how to log into my 401k. Now it's time to actually like evaluate what's inside of it. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's a small concept, but it's a it creates a psychological sort of uh, barrier and a physical barrier in the real sense of like typing in your password um, that can thwart us from the ultimate objective of like putting together a good outfit for Wednesday afternoon or mm -hmm. morning. Well, I think this is a great time to talk about it because it is nearing spring. Mm -hmm. And so I know I at least do like a spring cleaning of my wardrobe every year. And so why wouldn't you do that with like your finances, you know, logging into every account, kind of taking like a general overview of what's on there. And then also, you know, in the meantime, writing down where everything is. Um, yeah, that's a, this is a, I mean, that's an excellent idea. Um, and so I guess my question would be like, what would that look like for you? You know, you said writing it down, uh, maybe physically, maybe putting it into a spreadsheet. But I like this idea of sort of taking stock yeah. uh, of your financial wardrobe, if, if we can call it this, and just sort of saying like, hey, where am I at? When was mm -hmm. the last time? You did that with your finances. Uh, probably after like graduating college. Yeah, so, and we won't years. we we won't <laughs> disclose your exact age, uh, but we'll we'll leave it. So in it's this been a while. Quote unquote, a few years, right? <laughs> and and the point is, it's like, hey, if you regularly do real spring cleaning, every and you're taking yeah. yeah, and you're doing it every year, are your finances at least worth taking stock of in this general sense at least once a year? Totally. Well, and it probably will make you feel like hopefully proud of what you've saved. Sure. Over the past year, maybe a little, um, maybe it'll reset your priorities. Yeah, yeah. You, you, that's probably what will happen for me this year. <laughs> there's a whole host of, uh, of advantages <laughs> here. And, and you know what? I think if we look at the spring cleaning from a physical sense, the first time you go through your wardrobe, and do spring cleaning, that's the worst one, right? Yep, um, it it's is. the one that takes the longest, is the most annoying, has the biggest headache. Um, but if it becomes this regular spring cleaning, it's like, okay, the first one sucked, but these next ones aren't as bad. Right? Mm -hmm. um, and so for the, for the sake of brevity, um, I actually think that's a, a pretty compelling case that you made, um, which is essentially uh, go do some financial wardrobe spring cleaning uh, and, and just take stock of where you're at. Get your stuff together um, and, and look at it. So how about we end yeah. there? It's nice awesome. and short. Do yeah. it. <laughs> thanks, Joe. And thanks for listening to Rogue Finances. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed making this podcast for you. To learn more about Rogue Finances, which is also the title of Joe's book available on Amazon, learn more at HolbergFinancial.com or follow us on the Facebook or the Twitter. We'll see you next time.